What's up, y'all? It's a Blunt Talk episode 31 right now with me, Taylor Hart from Respect My Region. And today I'm so fucking excited. I say that almost every single week, but that's because I interview a bunch of my friends and a bunch of people that I know in the in the industry out here and just dope fucking people. Uh, and Greg Cypher is Finally. in the building. Finally, literally. Finally. We tried to do this months ago and neither one of us were able to make it happen with our schedule. Fucking so finally, finally yes. we are here. It is heating up in my apartment already Yo, because you I took this down. Fat, this <laughs> fat ass boy. I couldn't even wait to light it. I'm sorry. <laughs> he couldn't. He was already in his mouth ready I was to go like, before Yo, I let's this. get it. I rolled up uh, a full quarter of the Golden Wedding here from Sweetwater. Um, I was super excited when this came into our shelf. They brought us, it's a small batch delivery that they gave us because they didn't give us too many units of this, but it's golden pineapple and wedding cake crossed together. Oh. And I was just like super jazzed that they brought it in and it's almost actually sold out at our store already. So oh, I'm glad I brought it. Sweetwater. Yeah, I had originally bought just one eighth of it. And then I went in last night because I needed more oil. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get another eighth of it and then roll up both of it. So uh, both of these are an eighth in size. So uh, we're about to smoke an eighth to the face and talk about some shit. Because I know Greg has a lot of like similar interests in music as I do. Oh, yeah. And we, there's so much to talk about. So uh, this is going to be a, a wild, wild episode. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and spark this up real fast. Uh, but let's just kick it off with... Um, what are some of the new shit that you've been listening to? New releases, new artists? Ooh. Like, who's been in your playlist, like, super heavy? Well, I don't know if anybody new has been in my playlist. Uh, I really only listen to old shit, which actually is, like, um, I guess, like, a trend in the industry right now. Like, a lot of people are not listening yeah. to newer artists. They're listening to older music. So, um, I've really been in, like... Um, once like a fifties, like sixties, seventies phase right mm -hmm. now. There's a lot of like a lot of lot of like old Motown and rock yes. and shit like that. I just like the simple like formulas, yeah, and the uh, the topics and shit like that. Like they're easy, they're relatable. You get the dope, and then you move <laughs> on. And the songs are groovy, and then it's yeah. like, oh, I just want to play that again. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, I guess some new artists I've been fucking with. I'm a big fan of uh, AJ Swade. I love AJ. That oil on canvas just dropped. Yeah. Honestly, uh, fucking Blue and Exile show was such a great, I feel like, representation of kind of like what my playlist has been like lately. Very similar to what you're talking about. I listened to a lot of newer shit recently too, though. Um, but uh, Blue and Exile just celebrated uh, 15 years of Blow the Heavens and... Um, uh, it had AJ Swade was there, Milk was there, uh, and the homie Andy Savoy. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy show, but it mixed a lot of like new shit that's been releasing with some classic older shit, which was cool. So yeah, and we need that. Like we need yeah. those. Uh, like you know, because I, I think the hip hop community out here, the hip hop fans that like that style of of rap, like the you know the boom bap shit. Yeah the lyrical shit, whatever you want to backpack, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah. That crowd is still out here. And, and um, you know, I think the for a few years there, like in the early, like kind of trap beginnings or maybe like the height of trap, you know, there was this perception that that shit just is not, isn't going to sell or right. 
is not uh, viable or people ain't really checking for that shit when they are and they always have. Yeah. And I think it's just about, you know, how it's presented and, and, and certain artists like West Side Gun and, and Benny and all them guys, um, along with a few others, you know, on both sides have made it cool again, low key. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, cats like AJ, AJ's been doing that type of style for a very long time. Yeah. And, and so to, for him to it. finally get his flowers dope. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, wisdom too. It's like, you know, he was on the show, Andy yeah. and Milk. Guys like this who've been in the game forever. Yeah. Who maybe, you know, I mean, I'll at least speak on my experience. Like, you know, we were doing backpack shit forever. And then we switched up and started doing some trap shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't know if looking back, I would do that again. But yeah, it's like. But it was in the moment. It was in the moment. Yeah. But you know, I feel like now cats can really just be themselves. Focus on being yes. good rappers. Focus yeah. on getting good ass beats. You know, and and the crowd is there for that. So yeah. that's awesome. It was, that I, show was lit. Yeah, that show was incredible. Um, but yeah, I've definitely seen that that circling back to like full albums, just like a, a an actual piece of of art not just like right. banging out singles right. and shit even though people are still doing that but like i i feel like people are more so coming back into i think and this is what i think the pandemic really did yeah, was allow wow. people to tap back into who they were yeah, and facts. then explore those things yeah. i know i started exploring a lot of things that i used to listen to in my childhood in my childhood i listened to so much more like pop and yeah. rock and like so many different things because right. i had both of my parents to influence me and like my dad is super like heavy metal death metal Same but way. also hip-hop okay. and then my mom is more of the r&b soul pop lots of hip-hop too because my mom knows like every word to nwa <laughs> but uh yeah. but yeah so i had that like variety when i was younger and it wasn't like i would say from like mid high school until really the pandemic, I was like, no, underground hip hop for life. Wow, like, this yeah. is what I'm listening to. Right. I was on a big Bay Area kick for a long time. Okay, and so that good. was all I listened to. And so the pandemic really had me like open up. And so now I've been listening to a lot of old Motown. Yeah. I've been long, listening to a lot of funk and soul. Yep. Um, Josh Waffles, shout out Waffles. Shout out Waffles. For real. He let me borrow um, Weedle's Groove. Um, which oh, is, classic Seattle shit. Yeah, like 100%. And classic I have Seattle been show. banging that. Damn, now that I'm making... I didn't go back to that record. There's some... There's some, so many good things on that record. For some real, for real. Some on that yeah. record right there. I've seen them live, actually, um, every year. Uh, there's a Moja Fest in the Seattle Center where they film yeah. a bunch of free shows. That Wale plays it every year for some reason. I don't know why Wale <laughs> Wale plays loves it. Seattle. <laughs> I guess I ran into Wale at Bellevue Square one time. He was That's so dick. funny. He was a dick to me. That's I was like, so Yo, can funny. I get a picture? He's like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yo, man. He's like, nah, man. I'm just in Bell Square chilling. Yeah. All right, That's bro. so fucking funny. But yeah, Wale's played a couple times. But yeah, they had Wheels Groove. Like the whole, they brought the whole, the old, all the old bands together yeah. to play. Oh my God, That's that was insane. dope. 
yeah, that's super fucking cool. Uh, that's another thing that we do have in common. I was fucking born in Kirkland, raised oh, on the east side. I was raised in the east side. I wasn't born in that motherfucker. No, Fuck you guys. he was not. But it, it <laughs> relates because he did live on the east side. In yeah, shout out. Shout out. I, I lived in uh, in in Juanita, and yeah. you know what I'm saying for, for any of those Kingsgate babies out there, man. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I was going to school. I went to school in Redmond. So shout out to all my Mustangs yep. and shit. Um, even though um, I have not been back in a while, I probably won't be back in a while. Yeah. The police presence out there is a little strong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a, part, it's, a, it's a part of this area that is just like somehow not really a part of this they area. They have <laughs> nothing else better to do. Yeah. They have nothing uh, it's else very better. very true. I try and avoid the east side as, as much as Shit, possible. Yeah, don't I drink and drive over there. Yeah, for real. That's how they get their money, man. They tax and taxing us. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but one thing that you fucking mentioned, just like a blip in um, that I'm really excited to talk about, uh, is the last time that we talked too. Uh, you were talking about how you started producing. Yeah. Um, honestly, you? the what, what really got me going on it was uh i had a night i'm trying to remember what, oh i think my, so me and my man rick been rocking right my man rick reams for those who don't know man yep, shout yep, out yep. my guy rick uh we had a show and uh my, the homie reverend pressure aka oc notes yeah was djing he ended up coming back to the crib and like just vibing and uh he like looked at me he was like yo like if you want to learn how to make beats like dude i can show you it was easy and then he was like, you play any instruments? And I was like, no. Nah. He looked at me, he looks at me up there and goes, bass. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, it just, it just, it just has stayed with me because it's like, damn, like I, I, there was a uh, Dax, I also got to shout out Dax, uh, yeah. man, Diogenes, man. Uh, Dax recently, or it's currently in, uh, I don't he's know, somewhere. what South, yeah, South American country. I've been watching all of his fucking oh, man. adventures. He's, he's out there soaking up all the he's game exploring. and getting up all the, yeah. the, the fucking rare uh, Brazilian records. I don't mm. know if he's in Brazil, but he's in some ill South American country. Yeah. Anyways, he's doing an overhaul. He's like letting go of all his shit. So he's got a laptop that's got Ableton on it. So he hooked me up with Damn. that. And from there, you know, luckily also my guys, shout out my guys, TXR Ambient Village. Them guys were living next door to me at the time. So I it just was the perfect storm of, okay, I have this equipment. I'm inspired to do it. Yeah. Um, I acquired the equipment. And then I had my bros and people who were around me, like, really, like, hands-on show me what That's the amazing. fucking do. Yeah. yeah. And then from there, it's just consistency, right? So it's just, I'm trying to do three beats a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, three, four beats a day. Damn. Three, four beats a day. Whether I'm... Sampling or yeah, fucking with the bass and right. then, or, or or you know fucking with the keys, like just trying to just fuck around. Um, back to OC, like that fresh off the spaceship podcast was amazing, amazing and so inspiring. His episode where him and Eric Blood are sitting there as a part of the episode where him and Eric Blood are talking. Eric is getting like all technical and shit. Yeah, and Otis is just like yo, like. We're just trying shit. So like hearing that and like going into beats, it's like, oh man, I'm just trying shit. I'm just having fun. I'm just trying to express myself. If I'm not feeling it, I just cancel the whole session next beat. It's not like, it's not like rap where you gotta like, 
really I like you gotta hone in, you gotta be yeah. like zoned in on the track. Like I create the vibe. And then from there I thought like it makes the rapping a little bit easier, you know. For um, sure. and if I'm not feeling something, I've been produced for other motherfuckers. So I'll I'll toss a beat <laughs> Bryce Bowden's way. I'll right. price a, uh, pass a beat to, you know, whoever's way. Um, you know, Rick Reams or yeah. the homie Aaron King. And it's cool to see them interpret it. In a different yeah. way, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's been it's been an amazing experience. Also, I just love music. Yeah. So when it comes so it just gives me a reason to like listen to all types of music and I don't have no rules. Like if a motherfucker flipped something already, like some producers have that. You know, I yeah. I, I I I came up with, with the producers I work with, it's like, oh, I'm not gonna flip the popular song right, right. now, or I'm not gonna flip this really, you know maybe sample that people have flipped a thousand times. Like, I don't think about that shit. I just, okay, if I can do it, like, yeah, I, if I feel it, I'm going I'm to flip it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to get to it. I mean, like I said, sometimes it doesn't work out. It's just like, you know, like you don't make a, every song is not fucking fire, but right. you get there and then you learn in your process. Like even now, you know, I'm, I'm maybe six, seven months into it, but I'm still going to my OGs. I'm still going to the Vitas. I'm going to, the producers I look up to and I'm, I'm asking for advice. Hey, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what's the little game I can get to make my beats better? That's amazing though, that you have a community of people around you that are willing to share their knowledge with you. And and, and not just a community, know. like, like we're talking about luminaries, like yeah. greats. Yeah. Like I, I downplay. Yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> like vitamin D, like even just, he, even though he, he may not be sitting there showing me exactly like, everything, like straight, you know, but yeah. he, he, even his words and just being like, oh, yeah, man, just make sure that, you know, the levels is, you know, yeah. here, or whatever. Just little, just little like shit. guiding light. Just got you. Yeah. I always could go ask a question. Yeah. So, yeah, like it's, I mean, that can only, I feel like, you know, one of the only places, it's one of the only places that probably could really just happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite thing that you flipped sample what beat you've made like, oh what kind fuck. Of okay i gotta give you three because I, I love all my music man yeah okay so um i flipped fuck i almost want i can't I almost came to say it <laughs> i so feel I like, like oh so i'll be like oh no, be, no but if i say it i'm like you motherfuckers is at my samples now you know <laughs> Because, like, you know, I want to know where the sample's from. Yeah. <laughs> but also, but part of me also loves when I discover where a sample came right, from. Right, right. Okay, I love... I'll give you a couple of the artists. I'll give you the artists that I flipped. I yeah. will give you the exact song. Okay, that's cool, though. Okay, so uh, I flipped the uh, Elder Bars record recently. Woo-hoo! That was, that I'm in love with. Yeah. Like, I'm in love with this Elder Bars record. It's, it was just like, it almost made me cry when I heard it. Oh, man. That kind of, and it's it's mm. just it was just oh man and so I and uh you know it's crazy too how many ways you can attack a beat yeah like um I could just have a loop I could just have one part of the song and be like okay that's my shit right. and I'm gonna just extend that motherfucker maybe I'll put some drums on it right. maybe I won't but I'm gonna get like if I just I know my vibe I put that song cool with this record I kind of had chopped it up a little yeah. bit. I kind of was like, I don't know. I was, I was, I'm bringing different parts. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'll take a sample and I break it into pieces 
And I put it back together and I got some Frankenstein shit. Yeah, for real though. And it comes out like beautiful. And I'm like, yeah. oh, dope. Okay, I'll flip the record. You know what I'm saying? But uh, okay, so Elder Bars. Um, mm, I flipped some Ray Barretto. Ooh. That's probably my favorite shit. That's probably one of my favorite shits I've ever produced. And I was getting love from that from like, yeah, from like Vita, the Vitas yeah. and the homies. That was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, one of the homies. <laughs> Yeah, them niggas ain't impressed. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, they, what was I going to say? I've been, the, okay, here's another side note. Speaking of Biden and all that shit, because I played that beat for him, mm-hmm. and he, uh, he's listening. He goes, I know those drums. I mastered those drums. And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, that's the snare Jordan pack. Right? So it's like, I'm, um. That's so funny. You know, people have their different ways of going about it. Like, there are sample packs now. There are uh, fucking, um, you know, drum loop packs. Where motherfuckers ain't programming their drums. Like, I'm not... I'm not sitting at the... I don't got the patience for it, honestly. This is another reason why I kind of didn't make beats for years, because I really don't got the patience. I need to just be able to create the vibe and keep it moving. So, it's... Being able to do it this way has been dope for me, but I'll take... I'll just find breaks. I'll find drum loops, right. whatever. I'll go find them. I won't be so like fucking. I'm I'm not rich enough to go buy fucking these expensive ass drum packs. But I'm yeah. I'm gonna go find the breaks on some old school shit. Yeah. Put the breaks under my sample, and uh, you know, boom. Okay, cool. I have a beat. I have you know, I have a basic thing for the beat. And and, and certain people have, like I said, they. There's little hidden producer rules from the old school, the technique, the digging, the, all the little like intricacies of like being a hip hop producer, I guess, is kind of out the fucking window. Like we got Fruity Loops and you got all these fucking programs. It's easier than ever to walk, to just pick it up and go. And, and being able to (laughs) forgive myself for having little shit like that. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I use Jake One's drums. Right. Um, yeah. Those are probably a couple. I, I there, there's definitely more, but 100%. I need but to really go through my snapshot into what you've been. That Elder Barge. Yeah, waiting for that Elder Barge, man. I'm oh waiting, my God. Man, we I flipped that and me and the homie uh I don't know if you ever heard this bro, but he more people need to be aware who this person is because he's about to go. My my guy, uh Humza. The the how, how it's spelled is H M Z A, Hamza. But my man is 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 originally from the Bay and he's based in 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 Portland right now. But yeah, oh my God, he actually just dropped the track with Jake One. That is Word. fire. Yeah, Go check my man Hamza. Yeah, that's my man. That. And we're rapping over the Elder Barge coming soon. That shit is. I'm excited to hear that. Very very dope. Yeah, I'm fucking thrilled to hear that. That's okay. that's good to that you've relinquish some of that like um I don't even know what to call it but like I don't know you've just left some of those rules in the past you know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah, and yeah. just let yourself explore because we are 100% in a whole nother place you know we're in a different spot in music production and 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 just in this like crazy digital era and so I feel like keeping some of the the love and the passion of the analog era and then just being able to do that in the industry nowadays right. because and if you don't get on top of some of these techniques some of these skill sets some of these you're just going to get left behind unfortunately I mean unfortunately so. I mean and at the end of the day it's like 
you look at someone like Mad Lib, who will come out and be like, I made this whole album on an iPad. Yeah. Like, just to fuck with people? But Hamadia did multiple albums on her phone. On an iPhone. Steve Lacey produces all his shit, or, you know, he records everything on a garage band on his iPhone. It's like, you know, it's not about the yeah. equipment even. It's about who's behind it. Like, who, what's the flavor you bring into it? Yeah. Like, I'm bringing a unique flavor, and I'm... Right. I, I, that's what sets my beats apart. I could have the same, like, oh, maybe I want to do something like Alchemist, or maybe I want to do something like, I don't know, like Q-Tip. Yeah. I say Q-Tip's my beat father. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to make my beats as close to as dope as Q-Tip's beats are. I just want to be Somehow like I knew that, because if you read the description, I said that Greg's sitting down with me to talk about his beats rhymes in life. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, wow. somehow I knew that. <laughs> It's, it's 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 ingrained in my shit. You know, people be hearing my shit and be like, "Oh, it sounds like." Yeah. Actually, at the, at the uh, yeah, at the fucking um, Blue and Exile show. Yeah. Fucking some dude. I see some dude with a with a Eric Dolphy shirt on. So Eric Dolphy's a dope ass jazz musician. Yeah. He's got a he's got a great uh, jazz album called Out to Lunch that a lot of people have sampled and shit. Yeah. But uh, I see him and I'm like, "Yo, like, wow, dope shirt." And he goes. Oh, I just seen you because the night before we opened for Jizza. So he was like, Oh, I was yeah. just at the Jizza. And I got your tape and listened to your shit. He's like, it sounds like some tribe. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That will, you know, I, I will never get mad at a tribe comparison. Right. Yeah. That shit is um, that is perfect hip hop to me. Yeah. You know, tribe. I don't ever really get mad at comparisons. I know a lot of people do. Yeah, they I, I get mad their at own. But I I compare people all the time just to get somebody to resonate with it a little bit more. Because if you can be like, well, it's kind of in, and I don't say that they sound like or that they are like this person. It's in the same vein for me. Right, right, right. I like to lump people together so that you can kind of get them. And, and it's like, oh, you like this, you're going to like this person because they're roughly. Yes, in the and same this is my vein. kind of my problem with hip-hop fans mm -hmm. and people who casually like like I, I hate to say it because the casual hip-hop fan is what pays motherfuckers bills yeah but hip-hop to a certain extent has to be this at least at least okay i've been this is a quick metaphor i'm a, I'm a big fan of wrestling yeah so wrestling before it was like uh, public knowledge that yeah. it was like this is scripted or it's however right. you want to describe it it's choreographed whatever there's a great documentary about China <laughs> on Hulu right now oh I shout out China I literally watched it yesterday morning <laughs> <laughs> thank you for letting me know I, I didn't know that's fine I gotta check it out <laughs> yeah uh, but, but yeah, yeah, but like you know, the the before the business was exposed, right. it's kind of a the fans enjoy it, but they don't know what the fuck is going on behind backstage. Hundred percent. And so I feel like I wish hip hop had a little bit more of that. Like we were a little more enclosed as a world. Like you either fuck with this shit and know what it is, or you yeah. just are you know you're just peeking in and like oh what's so going on. Honestly, here? I think we're moving past that. Like, I think hip-hop is definitely taking a little bit, although I think it's taking a little bit of a backseat to the mainstream. Although if you ask anybody, all the mainstream shit is hip-hop when it's, it's not. It's not hip-hop. It's it not hip-hop. They take a little bit of, 
every genre. Yeah. And then they it's, mix it into one fucking song. And it's called pop music. It's, it's just pop music. Because it's, it's pop popular music of today, okay? Yeah, facts, facts, Stop facts. fucking calling everything hip-hop. This has been bothering the living shit out oh, of me Oh, no, me too. Everything me too. is hip-hop and everybody's a fucking rapper. You Even be, though everybody's a rapper. You singing. You yeah, singing the whole singing, record. You're a rock star. You're making rock music right now and you're classifying it as hip hop and i think even some of these artists get mad when people box say like oh yeah. like such and such is a rapper yeah like i that clip of lil uzi being on uh Ebr Ebr uh, i believe hot 97 he's yeah he's like bro if you put on a hip-hop beat like i'm not gonna be able to rap over that shit right. i'm not gonna rap over that shit he's like bro i'm a rock star like i don't be and yeah. it's just like yeah they don't even see themselves as fucking right. rappers yeah, people classify them as They don't them. consider themselves hip-hop. Really they like, I am a fucking this, whatever the fuck. Even though you ride, all you motherfuckers ride hip-hop's coattails, where the fuck you want to go. You get yeah. in the car, you don't put no gas in the car, they don't fucking say thank you, they, yeah. rise, they, they ride it to where they want to go, and yeah. then they jump off, just like any of these motherfuckers, Miley Cyrus, yeah. Post Malone, all these motherfuckers, like, yeah, 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 you can jump off the hip hop bandwagon and do some country shit any fucking day of the week. Yeah. Where or, or yeah, and Machine Gun Kelly, Machine same Gun thing. Too, yeah. And I'm not trying to take shots at them, but I'm just saying yeah. it's easier for these motherfuckers to just use the culture as a vehicle to get to where they want to get. When the people who fucking lay the foundation and 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 who keep the fucking car going, right? right. They got to struggle, and if they want to step out of the car and do some other shit. They get looked at weird yeah. or whatever, you know what I mean? But and they have to sacrifice their integrity just to become popular, even though their original right. shit was banging and right. doesn't need to change for nobody. But it will never get to that level just because that's not what the mainstream wants to hear, apparently. Yeah. But I'm all for keeping hip hop in the underground. That's where I love. I mean, I want be. we look at the biggest hip hop artists. Like you look at Kendrick, you look at J Cole, you look mm -hmm. at fucking Drake, or whatever. Now Drake's probably the anomaly there, but those two, those first two, I mean, they are both straight up hip hop. You know what yeah. I mean? Like straight up hip hop. J so, Cole and Kendrick. So yeah, to me, you know, there's always gonna be your like pop rap. You're always gonna have your like club yeah. rap, your yeah. street rap. But like as far as the people covering it. Uh, who's commenting on it, who gets to fucking, like, sit back and analyze and create context around the culture and artists and, you know what I'm saying? Like, people making those comparisons and people putting, shedding light on certain shit. It's like, it's gotta be someone from the inside and it's gotta be a little more like, yeah, like, you don't get to report on this. Like, you, you can't, just, can't anybody just pick up a pen. Nowadays, you don't got to know shit about fucking anything and you can start a hip hop fucking blog. Yeah, because all you'll do is copy and paste the press release and post that. Calling out. Hey, damn near every damn. fucking website I go to. I try and do research on an artist. What do I find? 14 different articles that are the same thing because they copy and pasted the press release instead of doing any fucking thing. And you know what? Half the time, the artist will share that article before yep. they share my article that I spent hours and hours of time dedicating to your music and dedicating to analyzing it. So hey. fuck a lot of these blogs that do that shit. Hey, man, a lot of these blogs is fucking obsolete. If you yeah. ain't doing shit like we doing right Right now, where you not only tapping in with the artists, uh, but also being involved. Like I, you know, I would say, like me and Taylor go back many years. Yeah, we put, we've actually put in work together. Taylor is 
from the culture, okay? This is someone who has been in this bitch, been doing this shit, been worked with some of the most uh, dope minds in the Seattle hip-hop game. So it's like, if you ain't coming from that shit, if you ain't put that work in, you just, you know, like, I, I don't even want to hear these before. And a lot of these people who are getting these jobs are at places like Pitchfork, yeah. Complex, these big fucking, you know, whatever, yeah. the hip-hop fucking cover, you know, these fucking companies that cover hip-hop. A lot of these people are not from the fucking culture, man. And yeah. they have no way of putting the shit in the right context. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, fuck all y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all doing that lazy-ass lazy ass reporting, just putting motherfuckers... Press releases and your your fucking yeah. blogs and shit. Fuck out of here, man. It really does. It irks me, and I know you feel the same way. You have to feel the same way oh, because yeah. I know you love music just as much as I and, do. But these fucking bloggers, and not, and I don't say bloggers like, oh, all you bloggers. Those are some yeah. bloggers I really fuck with. Yeah. And, and podcasters and personalities that report on the culture correctly. Yeah. But it's the and it started with like like when we first started rapping. Honestly, the the blog era, it was these corny motherfuckers in these offices, yeah, who got no context on the culture or care, right? Who who and these when we talked about it earlier when we just walked into the conversation, like how, uh, rap, like hip hop, underground hip hop, the value was taken away. I feel like these guys were some of the main culprits. Yeah. Just by what they were typing, right? Just by what they were shedding light to, y'all took value away from the underground shit. It wasn't yeah. until we fucking had to buy, you know, you drop projects every fucking two months, yeah. vinyl, like everything you're saying. Yeah, you know, we had to do all that to get it back. Right. But like those nerds who just don't know shit about hip hop, not even the culture, y'all fucking reporting just, and and, and then that shit's public perception 100 what you i've know. noticed and even to this day i'm not going to call anybody out because i don't think that it's necessarily on them that they're doing it intentionally but i've even edited some articles as of late where i've had to change the tone of voice and change some of the things that they said because they have these still systemic fucking influences of racism misogyny oh, yeah. of a lot of fucking different bigoted ignorant shit that they don't even, I don't even think that they realize they it. They don't even realize it. Because it's been ingrained you cover, in them You so cover long. ignorant shit. You cover ignorant shit. And you, are, you don't even, like you said, you don't even understand the context of that ignorant shit. Mm -hmm. Or what you even putting on blast, man. You have right. no fucking idea what you're putting on blast. But it's but it's, it's funny, it's cute to you. It's like, okay, I can understand why, why base God connected like i fuck with bass god you know what i'm yeah. saying like really truly i i think he's a great unique artist yeah um but to say that there wasn't a certain level of are these white people laughing at this dude you know what i'm saying right. is is what i think that that, that that's fair to say yeah. Do you genuinely appreciate their music, or, is or are a, you just entertained? Yeah, by yeah, what's yeah. Going like there are white people now. in my life who say Waka like like they 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 make reference to Waka Flocka. Yeah. And it's like yo, for me and my peoples, Waka Flocka is like some spiritual street yeah. shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's some real, just guttural. Like we just feel that. Yeah. We feel the energy of it. It cool. speaks to something that's deeper than just. You know, uh, fucking what he's actually saying. And if I remember correctly, Waka Flocka has family. His mom and shit is like old uh, school hip hop. Oh shit. yeah, yeah, one thousand percent. But 
you know, they look, they they just hear see a black dude with dreads going, waga, waga, waga. And it's like, oh, okay. That's that's kind of silly. I'ma put that on blast. Yeah. And then when you say like this shit is fucking like you try to do psychoanalysis on some ignorant shit that's just supposed to be about the spirit. Yeah. It is actually, it sounds racist fuck. It sounds hella like you don't know, like you're right. trying to, you trying to like, like on some get out shit. Like, right. But I it's mean, weird. And not even just like thinking back to like African chants and, and that spiritual tribal kind of thing, even in, uh, you know, native Americans and, and their culture out here too, we have tribal shit like that yeah, going yeah. back on these lands as well. And the, and the chants and stuff like that is just so you feel it so deep in with you, so deep within you. There we go. That, that, it, you know, you do shit like that and, and you get out and when you can actually feel the music in your core like that, it makes sense and you can understand it and you know why those things are happening and why they do shit like that. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. But when you're looking at it as an outsider with no care to even do the research and do it, some people like, for example, recent shit, Beyonce's new album, fucking okay. banging, Bang, right? Really? Banging. Oh, you need to listen to it. And one of the songs, somebody was like, um, somebody was commenting on it because it had a very like New Orleans bounce culture right. in it, and and they were like, I don't really like this song, blah 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 blah. And I was like, Man, are you for real? They sampled Trigger Man and that shit, yeah, and that's like, classic. and and gave such a good homage to that. Uh, that style and that sound and shit and people were clowning on it around me and I was like nah nah you don't even fucking oh, know, know what Beyonce know. did and Beyonce because, is really from that you too. know what I mean yeah exactly really and she that. proved it with this album you know and a lot of people aren't rocking with it how did you uh like, how did you feel about the whole Khalees thing I I honestly like I did some research into it and shit and, and Beyonce was trying to give credit where credit is due and trying to get her to get her money I think she was just being bitter as shit and she should have fucked it up. And she should have fucked it up. Let the people know how you feel. For real, though. I don't, I can you don't think she deserved a call? I mean, yes, absolutely. I do just just, think that she deserves a call. Galicia's like, bitch, call me. Yeah, I think that. But honestly, I think, I don't think, like, fucking Beyonce took it down and said, no, fuck That's, you. Well, yeah, well, and look, I see somebody say, like, okay, she's, she should credit her as a songwriter on that record. So this bitch would have got paid. She would have She would have got paid forever after Forever that. and ever and ever. Forever she's getting paid off the record now. Yeah. After the fact she had sold, like she she doesn't own the rights or she's not getting royalties off of Milkshake. Right. So she technically, Beyonce kind of gave them back to her in a way. 100%. And then when she came out with this in the album, she just took her off so now that money is not there anymore right if you're not going to be grateful for something that somebody did granted beyonce could have called or had her team call and and granted khalees is a millionaire she don't i'm not saying khalees you need beyonce's money right but, but you know. beyonce was trying to say that this shit in the past was wrong and that she deserves to get the money for that song and just some stupid ass shit is what i but yeah khalees khalees is ungrateful I think there there was a lot of just like there's a lot of deep seated feelings there that um 
that she just should have taken a moment to take a deep breath, think about it for a second before she acted. But that's the problem with social media nowadays is yeah. that when something happens, everything it's, is it's all a, real oh, time. Oh, wow. It's real fucking fast. That's so, facts. That's factual. So, yeah. So it's difficult because I bet now that she's thinking about it, you know, a little time has passed. And now I feel like she might uh, feel a little bit differently about how things went and how she could have approached things. Because I know I even do shit in the moment that I regret instantly if I've learned one thing over the years it's you know you could feel however you want to feel but when it comes to Beyonce you know you just you can't feel no type of way you just gotta let Beyonce do Beyonce <laughs> yo for real Beyonce is a, another level there will never be another Beyonce wow. in this Beyonce in this world fuck like all you have to say is one word, and one everybody word. knows everything. One so fucking it. word. You don't even have to say the full word. You can just say "bay." Bay. And they're like, oh, or Yonce. Yeah. yeah, literally, you could just say "b," Queen B, and they know exactly who you're talking oh, about. Man. Like, like it's crazy that I will never, level. I'll, 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 I'll talk a lot of shit about you, hip hoppers, but you'll yeah. never catch me talking shit about Beyonce, man. I love Beyonce. The Beehive, the Beehive and, is a real and thing. Always have. And I, quite honestly, I love her and Jay Z together. I okay. think it's, uh, I think, I think it's mostly because just like I grew up, and then like they grew up together and got fucking, you know, married. The biggest, and the biggest ever. The biggest, literally, the top couple in the entire world. I can say, like bigger than any other couple ever. Honestly, the, the big, bigger than John and Yoko. I think that they will more more iconic than. Uh, I just don't think that I I think oh, John and Yoko just had such a tumultuous relationship. That was tumultuous. That, that was that tumultuous. I think that's why it's just so because like had that never happened, had none of that shit ever happened, like you wouldn't like they Jay Z be Beyonce. I mean, that's definitely like top three. Yeah. Definitely. Will so. and Jada is, is out the door now. They, I feel like they definitely <laughs> took Will and Jada's spot, if anything. Uh, fucking, uh, who was it? Uh, was it DJ Surplus or... Oh, Surplus I feel is like fire. somebody that night um, sampled uh, Will Smith or Chris Rock saying Will Smith, Smith just smacked the fuck out of me or whatever. It was definitely probably Surplus. I think it was Surplus. Surplus was throwing it fucking down. Did you watch his, his set? His beats are fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I swear to God, I was one of the only people in the crowd who was going, at least in my little section, who was yeah, going you, bonkers. You know how Seattle is. They just be watching shit. Motherfuckers and people be were in the talking, crowd. having a conversation. Yeah, people don't know you like that. We didn't know him like that. I was fucking going He's insane. fire, though. You don't have to know him to go fucking insane over the shit uh, that Seattle he was crowds, doing. Man. Seattle crowds, he wasn't just pushing, pushing press play on like a song and just letting it play and then playing the next one and the next one. No, he's cutting and weaving and, and, wow. and creating this fucking story through all of the songs that he's putting together. And honestly, it is some of the coolest shit to watch when you can watch somebody just create that okay. in front of you. It's the same thing with live music for me. But honestly, when you can take songs that I already know, love, 
recognize or whatever. At one point, he was playing a song and then flipped it into the fucking Fresh Prince thing. No, he didn't. Yes, he I did. I missed that. That's crazy. Damn, I think I got a video of that. I think I posted it on my story. Um, So I might have to dig that out of the cuts and share that because it was fucking so cool. I was just like, and I swear to God, I was one of the only people in the audience. I was like, yeah. A lot of people, like, a lot of people don't get that shit. No, I think that's the next step for me. Talking about hip hop production. Yeah. That's the next step I would love to take. Um, is like my man, like uh, Jay Vaughn. Jay Vaughn had an SP oh 04, SP 404. Yeah, he be rapping and, and hitting the switches and shit like that. Fucking, you know, what I mean, uh, Dax, um, Wisdom, like all those type of guys who have their equipment ish, yeah. who I'm about to go see later today. Um, holla, holla. He's rocking at the uh, day in, day out fest. So I'm about to go Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I went to day in, day out last year. Um, and I was going to go this year, but Block Party honestly took it out of me. Um, and it was How did you like so, Block Party? I loved Block Party. You loved Block Party? You went all three days? I went all three days. Yep, okay. I was covering for... I, I go to Block Party every year, um, and I cover it uh, since I started with Respect My Region. Honestly, it's a tradition for me to go. Oh, okay, yep. Um, and so this year, like, I've had a few years off. Um, and things are oh, a little so bit different It was different good to be now. back. It yeah. was good to be back. The difference has fucked it up for me. When right. I, when I, when I, when I was, really, I, when I like, I didn't, wasn't there on Sunday. I yeah. saw like the very end of Saturday, of Saturday. Yeah. And yeah, it was like the differences, which it wasn't like too many differences, but yeah, the, I missed the, like going out there and just seeing everybody I fucking knew. Interesting, because like I, I knew I ran into people every day. Every I day, ran okay. into people See, every I was, single I came day. Comment. See, I was not that motherfucker. I'm also like I tap in with every every click, every little mm -hmm. pocket in the what scene. It's it's what's it's part of my it's job. In the culture, you know. So I try and explore everything. So yeah, uh, I and like I said, the past few years I've been exploring outside of hip hop. So I wasn't just there to see hip hop. I was there to see a little bit of everything. Okay. And honestly, um, with me doing the podcast now um, and uh, and doing a little bit more like video shit and whatnot, um, the coverage was a little bit different for me this year. Yeah. Um, and I also just have a clearer head of like what I need to cover and like right, what shots right. I want to get and like and I'm not a photographer you know I let other people handle like the professional photography and I just go to the media right. shit um, that block party sends me and I utilize other people's like professional photos for um, for a lot of like the artists and shit like that because I'm never going to get up there what I like to cover I cover the experience of it all and so what I did um, I did a podcast about like, you know, how you game plan and like what, how, like how about like how I prepared. Right, I had notifications right. on my calendar, right. on my phone that were going off as soon as sets were starting. Come on, right. Oh, I, damn, right. Because they, they're, they're, they're all over the place <laughs> and they're all at different stages and shit. So I took the time to plot out how I was going to go. So no moment in all weekend, I had an itinerary for the entire weekend. So I didn't have any pockets where I was like, oh, I don't know what to do, you know? I had pockets where I was like, cool, I got an hour to just chill, like wander, eat some food, whatever. Right, but right. but I I had it plotted out so that I would get to ha like maximize my experience and yeah. see as many artists as I want. Who, uh, I made who it to over 40 
Oh, you sets. serious? 40 I'm, sets? I'm dead serious. And I, I mean, thought about your 40 motherfuckers on the goddamn bill. No, like, there's way more than that. Oh, that's crazy. There's way more than that. I I probably sought out to see like half the lineup. I saw, I counted like 64 artists, wow. I think. And then I actually made it to like a little over 40. Um, where okay, I got so to see. So out of the 40, who was your top? My top ones that top I still ones. am thinking about to this day. Um, Archie was incredible. Damn, Archie on the main stage. On the Shout main out my stage. girl DJ La Mala Noche. She was DJ Rocco Archie. That's and what's up. was the best type woman in the back. Oh no way! So okay, good. yeah, that's, oh, my, yeah. that's my girl right she there. She was fucking killing it. Um, but yeah, Archie and all of her dancers uh, were insane. Um, honestly, Todd Zach Jr. was incredible. Okay. Um, I'm really rocking with him. Is he my, I've never heard of that guy. He is originally from Ohio, lives in New York now. Okay, um, okay. Uh, incredible R&B. Uh, his voice. Todd what? Todd Zach Jr. Todd Zach Jr. He put me Yeah. Um, he played down at Barboza. Um, uh, we actually just published an article um, on RMR today. He's featured on a song with Torian Bell um, that is really just incredible. It's very soothing, very comforting, like tranquil. It's not your high feet. It's not your get up and shit. Yeah. Um, they're talking about what real men want, which is love over lust, and um, and talking about how Jeez. how that Come is. On. So. Um, it's a beautiful <laughs> song. Uh, I published it this morning, um, and I was up listening to it all night long. So that's definitely going on to my money mix here coming up. Um, but yeah, Todd Zach Jr. was great. IDK was one of my favorites IDK of the whole fire. thing. IDK is so fucking fire. And I could tell that a majority of the crowd just got hit to him recently yeah. um, because they were rocking with his uh, newer shit. And then once he's played some old shit, I was off to the side like, yes, like yes, I'm yes. so fucking hyped. And like only a few other people were definitely rocking with that shit. Um, but yes, it had been a long time coming. So IDK was fucking fire. There was honestly so many people, but Relby Free was insane. Relby Free. Shout uh, out Relby Free. Yeah, his set was so good. And Moni ended the night, uh, ended the whole weekend actually for me. Um, mm. And it really just like, restored all of my energy and like I could literally like this was one of those moments I had had a really rough day actually um I Silas Black laughed at me (laughs) I went to go watch his performance um and I walked in and I just was like super enthusiastic and I gave him like a yeah and he literally just had to stop and started laughing like yeah (laughs) Silas Black is the god right there man hey uh you know he's (laughs) you should feel you should feel privileged. Because, <laughs> honestly, I know black. And black, yeah. it'll, it, it, it's kind of hard to make them laugh. So that's good. But not at if, the same if you, time. If you, if, you make a, if you get him a little bit out of character a little bit, I think that's a good thing. I think he's fucking with I you. I understood and like where he was coming from because I would definitely I think I was actually wearing the skirt that day I was definitely like looked real like nice white lady basically like if you didn't know who I was like you would just think that I'm like probably just like some fucking white girl right yeah um so like I understand and I get that I was definitely uh high on shrooms and uh it like left a bad taste in my mouth I'm not gonna lie yeah 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 yeah. I get you you got put on the spot a little bit yeah because there was like Five people in the building. <laughs> so. Yeah, you have to be Hey, hey, by the way, I'm I'm glad that they gave Vermillion an official block party stage. Me too. I'm and happy I was they so gave uh, Cafe Racer a little, you know what I'm saying, Capital Block Party stage. It's been overdue. Yeah. They've been fucking doing it for years. Yeah. 
and been, you know, doing it on the fucking block. Right. And yeah, give give them a fucking budget too, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let them put the real in there. So yeah, it was but really yeah, cool. Black, black. It was just kind of corny. <laughs> I was like the one person out of everybody in Seattle. Like, I know you don't know me like that, but they're like. used to that. They're but, used like, to that. They're used I to that. They're not used to that out here. They're not used to the crowds getting hyped. Yeah. They're, cra- they're used to the crowd watching and going. Yeah. But I mean, you're and a black you party that was dog. Great. Like, nah, man. That's the thing. Like. When has Capitol Hill Block Party ever fucking booked Silas Black? Pay Silas Black. For real, Good. Though. I'm happy he got his slot yeah. this year. But, like, real I was, talk. I was very happy with the amount of different people that were on Yeah, good. I'm it, so like, happy for all the people. It was a step in the right direction. There definitely could have been more and more, like, people that don't usually get put on that could have yeah. gotten put on. Yes, yeah, I'm saying. And, they're and just the, as talented. But they are. And I think also, like, look, man. We got to keep it real, too. It can't be no fucking, uh, like, I don't want us, I want us to, to have these spaces, especially on a stage like Bad Hill Block Party, to actually platform the yeah. motherfuckers that are really killing shit. Now, yeah. there's motherfuckers out here, there's a thousand and a hundred thousand artists out here doing their thing. Yeah. I'm not trying to knock anybody, but, like, that shit should really be reserved for the niggas that are doing shit yeah. that are really, really killing it and are relevant and are going to bring yeah. eyes and people to the fucking festival. 100%. So, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I feel like if I was to change anything, if I was to to criticize it, I'd be like, look, man, the curation has to remain at a high level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need to make sure that, and I'm not even, like, saying that for, like, me or my niggas. Like, it's just, like, for the town. Like, there's dope motherfuckers who don't get it because of, you know, whatever. Oh, I'm gonna put my homie on as opposed yeah. to putting the motherfucker who, you know, the the art curation as a town is everything. Yeah. Whether it be shows, your your how you're mixing your album, your your collaborations, who you're aligning with, like whatever you do. I feel like the cure the curation is fucking everything. How are we? What are we? Are we putting the? Are we giving our best yeah. foot forward? Represent like representation wise. Yeah. 100%. Um, and, and sometimes it's fucking lagging because of fucking nepotism and bullshit. But like, yo, yes, just, absolutely. just put the dopest niggas on and we'll be fine. Yeah. And the Capitol Block Party should be a festival where, yeah, you can see big artists. But it should be a, a fucking festival filled with local motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can explore and learn about new people. I found one of the dopest punk bands uh, called Lysol that is a Seattle-based punk band that they played down in Cha-Cha Lounge. What? They're called Lysol. They're called Lysol. I love the name. And they are anything but clean. It was the grittiest, grimiest, dirtiest, and I walked down there and I was in Uh, Cha-Cha was hot too. I bet you it was hot as fuck. Oh my God. It was was all sweaty and sticky. And there's all the red lights so it literally felt like hell down there. And so it was the best shit. Most people don't really, I mean, some people know, but I grew up in the metal community out here. I've talked about it quite a bit. And so going down there and seeing that shit just brought yeah, me back right. to being a little, like, yeah. I was back to being like <laughs> fucking 12 years old when I used to go into the pit all the time when my dad would bring me to shows. Did you jump in the pit? I used to go in the pit all the time. Did you jump in the pit this time? No, I was not in the pit this yes, time. Yes, I, I know, was, because you're older and you're like, fuck that. Yeah. I ain't getting in the pit. He said... Oh, wait, yeah, no, I'll, I'll get hurt. My body said no. Once I started getting 
older, when I was younger, I broke so many bones. I got stitches yeah. numerous times. Like my nose is still fucked up because I got kicked in the face when I was uh, I was up front at El Corazon. Some dude literally climbed on top of me at a show. And if anybody listens to metal that ever watches my show, which I don't know if you do, but um, I was at a job for a cowboy show. And dude climbed on top of me to get on stage and then jumped off and literally straight kicked me in the nose. And wow. I broke my fucking nose at what El Corazon. That sounds like a fucking song title of <laughs> some kind. But yeah, I that's, legitimately broke my nose at El Corazon. Right you metal. know, that's yeah, that's heavy metal right there. And metal and hip hop have so much in common yes. that it was a natural transition for me just to go into the hip hop community out here. But I've been straight supporting Seattle music forever. I was thinking about it earlier. I remember being at the Crocodile when I was like 18 or 19, I think. And I had to be upstairs because it was all ages and 21 downstairs. Um, and I think it was for a Miss Casey Carter show, but y'all were on the bill and that was like literally like a decade ago. Was it, was it, oh, it was it that, that was it her birthday bash? One of her birthday bashes? I think it was one of her birthday bashes. Yeah. And it had literally a stack If you, if you, if you, if, if someone can find the flyer, I know that it exists online. Yeah. It has to. It definitely exists. And it might and even the, be on my Instagram in like the way. Yeah, I think maybe maybe Kung Fu Grips too. Yeah, because well, I've been sure. posting about shit for Dude, a Dude, that now. show was stacked. 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 But yeah, I've been, stacked. I was thinking about that because I was like, damn, I've really been out here seeing you guys perform for a fucking decades for a decade over yeah. a decade really yeah, like yeah. forever and ever well, so that the fact said, that we gotta sit down today and yeah, yeah, fucking talk. Talk? yeah i'm trying ah. to get another fucking i'm trying to get that reunion bag too uh yeah. you know i mean obviously i'm doing my thing right now yeah um but i'm trying to get that kung fu grip reunion bag going y'all yeah. need to somebody put together a bill and a bag for real. Let's, let's get it and in. And go listen to 2KFG. I literally, 2KFG. I listen to this album all the time because it is literally start to finish one of the fucking best albums ever, like, yeah, to you. come out of Seattle. For real, for real. Yeah, there's also, a lot of them. I'll say that about a lot of albums because there's a lot of different albums that I fucking rock with. But this is literally, like, start to finish a phenomenal, phenomenal album. Yeah, big shout out Keyboard Kid. Elon yeah, Ryan, for real. Uh, that shit is fucking banging. Um, but that brings us to the end of the hour here. So. Oh, yeah. I'll also go listen to Third Stone at Home Base. I was going to say, you have go a few listen, minutes. Go, go I listen cannot to my believe shit. we didn't even talk about that, which means we need to do a part two with yeah, Greg yeah. I will Piper happily come future. back and smoke another eight. Yes, I will happily roll you another eight. I'm definitely high right now. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, go bump that shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I got coming up, but I got more music and flash shit happening. But yeah, just yeah. go check those out, aka Greg Scott Sife on Instagram and all that good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's down up. at the bottom of the screen. Oh, yeah. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah, uh, it's down yeah. there. You know, so go follow him. <laughs> go listen to his music. I bump home bass all the time. I bump third stone all the time. There's so many fucking bangers on there. Honestly, when him and Jeff D get together, I already know that I'm going to like it. Like, I don't even have to even listen to it. Uh, I will say that I like yeah, it. Yeah, Jeff D, in general. Jeff D, I'm coming it, for you. Uh, You're coming oh, on my side because I got some things to say to you. Ooh. About how much I fucking love your <laughs> ah, Everything up here. that you do. Get him up here. Real. My man's in LA. Get him up yeah. here. You're going to get him up here. He's, yeah. Yo, he's coming. He's coming. Because I know he I'll missed the I'll even do it virtually. Too. But yeah, you come back into the town. Ooh, gotta, there it is. I'm, I'm ready. No, I want I want to see you get deaf in here because he. I want to see my man's how high my man is. <laughs> he's, 
He he is just an A to the face, one A to the face. Just smoke. That's that, what I love about this that show. That blunt that I just smoke. Yeah. yeah. Can you I'll, come I'll, on here and smoke an eight to the face? I don't think Jeff can. I think he's gonna tap out. I yeah. think he would tap out. This is a fucking challenge to all of y'all. Gab, Gifted Gab still takes the cake. Her and I smoked, uh, well, actually, we smoked a quarter today, too. We just too. smoked a quarter. So I guess she still, I think we smoked another one after the interview, too. So I think she still takes the cake with the most amount of weed that we smoked in an interview and still remained somewhat on topic. <laughs> oh, yeah. We went all over the goddamn <laughs> but, place. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, we just smoked a quarter, uh, an eighth between both of us. Yeah, so, shout out Sweetwater. Uh, if you coming on here, uh, just know you got to bring your lungs. And if you don't smoke, uh, just let me know ahead of time because it gets real awkward if I rolled up an eighth for myself to smoke and you're not going to smoke with me. So I'll swap <laughs> to, like, some CBD or something and I'll, uh, I'll adjust. But uh, just know that if you're coming on Blunt Talk, I want to smoke a fucking blunt with you. I'll roll it. I'll bring the weed. Like, that's Ooh. what I do. Uh, so just come on. Come smoke with me and come talk about music because I fucking love music. Like, that is an understatement in yeah. and of itself. So, yeah. I love um, it. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I for agree. real. That's love, why. Love music. Love music, yeah. man. Literally, like, it like, yeah, yeah. like makes me. Uh, uber passionate emotional everything yes, so yes, um check out all the other episodes of blunt talk there's a lot of them i gotta do some updating on the spotify and the streaming platforms and shit like that for the audio and shit i've been having issues with the instagram not being able to post any videos so i'm gonna try and get that fixed um but for now just check it out on youtube all the other places like follow subscribe respect my region myself follow greg um, and just tap in with us out here in Seattle because we're always out and about. I run into this motherfucker all the time at different oh, shows yeah, and shit. So, um, you know, we out here. We're outside. We are out fucking side. That's right. Our region. That's right. And more. And, uh, yeah. And uh, that's about all we got for you for today. So, um, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, for yeah. real, for real. Um, love this guy and uh, appreciate all y'all out there. So, I'll talk with you uh, next week for another episode. I don't remember who's on next week. So, tap in with me. <laughs> <laughs>